0: Hi, everyone. This is Lori Joyner from Lori Joyner Ministries. Welcome to my podcast, where we talk practically about all things discipleship related, such as where to find people to disciple, what to do on a typical discipleship appointment, and how to help our disciples grow in Christ. Whether you're just starting out or looking to sharpen your discipleship skills, you're in the right place. Well, hey, friends, it's Lori Joyner, your discipleship coach, and I'm so excited to be on this podcast journey with you, especially this season as we do Discipleship Coach Kids Edition, making sure we are teaching our children what they need to know to be Christ followers for their lifetime. Now, recall that in Deuteronomy chapter 6, Moses admonishes parents to teach their children the Bible. He says in verse 6, These commandments that I give you today are to be on your hearts, impress them on your children. Talk about them when you sit at home, when you walk along the road, when you lie down and when you get up. See, learning about God and growing in God is supposed to primarily be taught in the home. The church serves as another great community to help this endeavor, but the primary responsibility lays in the hands and the hearts of parents and grandparents. Okay, so are you ready? Let's jump in. Today's Kids Edition Discipleship Tip is to teach your children to read the Bible or at least a biblical devotional each day. Uh Uh-oh, did you just tune me out? Did you think of all you need to do to get done from sunup to sundown and think, Lori, please don't add something to my plate. You don't know how busy I am. You don't know the millions of directions my family's going. Please don't tell me there's another thing I'm supposed to be doing. You might be thinking, can I just leave this to the church on Sundays? Well, the answer is no. We can't just leave that to the church on Sundays. But I have good news for you. I promise by the time we're done today, you won't want to simply leave it to the church. So hang with me. I got you. There are three reasons to open the Bible or at least a biblical devotional each day. Number one, the Bible is the primary way God speaks to us as humans. God wants to communicate with us and he speaks to us through scripture. The words on the page in the Bible help us when we are tempted, they can comfort us when we are sad, they can direct us when we have decisions to face. God uses his word in our lives. Now, we communicate to God through prayer, but God does not communicate to us necessarily that way primarily. God is not praying to me, but he does use his word to speak to us. So, we have got to help our children establish a time in their daily lives to actually read God's word. Number two, the Bible is filled with examples of what to do and examples of what not to do. (laughs) Okay, I've told my boys you can learn from everyone presented in scripture. You're going to either learn what to do to stay in step with God's plan for your life, and you'll also see plenty of examples of people who did not stay in step with God's plan and the results of that. My older son is reading about King Saul. He has read of King Saul's jealousy over David, how he literally went insane at the end of his life and then killed himself on his own sword. And we were able to talk at length about Saul. I I explained to Josh, the Bible does not hide people's sin. It exposes it so we can learn from it. I showed him that, or taught him, I guess, that Things could have been different for Saul had he obeyed God at each step of his life and kingship fully, how he could have trusted God to use him for God's glory and to let David be David and to be used for God's glory, and really how he cut his own life short and thus canceled any more opportunities to lay up treasure in heaven while he was on earth. So even the worst example of lives in scripture can be used as teachable moments in your children's life. And number three, reading the Bible daily is the best habit you can get your child into for their life. I mean, let's think about it. You have taught your kids how to brush their teeth, right? You know, you've told them a million times, small circles, small circles, get all the way up to the gum line. Now, You want to help them establish this early in their life because you don't want their teeth rotting in life. You know how important it is to establish good hygiene as a habit early. So it's on autopilot, right? That they just, they know not to go to bed without brushing their teeth. They know to get up in the morning after breakfast and brush their teeth. And by doing this, you look down the line. And you know that it's going to save them years of painful teeth issues and the expense that will happen if they don't brush them now, if they don't get into the habit now. okay. You've taught them other things to wear a helmet when they ride their bike, to put on sunscreen in the sun. Those of you that are teaching your kids to drive, you're teaching great defensive driving skills because you know, you've looked down the line of their life and you know, they've got to have these skills ingrained for success, and for safety later. Well, the same is true for daily reading the Bible. You, as the parent, have to help establish this habit. Like teeth brushing, like showering regularly, like wearing a seatbelt. You have to help them at first. Okay, It's not going to come automatically. You've got to help establish the habit, and daily Bible reading is no different. Put it in the same category. You've got to take the initiative, take the, you know, onus on yourself to get this rolling. It will help them now and in the future, and the largest benefit will be reaped in heaven one day. Okay, so here are some tips to get this in your schedule. Choose a time in the day to read the Bible and then put it on autopilot, just like teeth brushing. You're going to start the habit. You're going to get it going. And then it's not going to feel like another item on the to-do list. It's just going to feel like brushing teeth. It's just going to feel like it's just in our schedule. This is just when we do this. So for me, I chose mornings. Breakfast time turned out to be my sweet spot for us to read our Bibles or devotionals. Let me just tell you what it's looked like throughout some different phases of my kids growing up years. When the boys were toddlers, they would each have a turn sitting in my lap in the mornings as they drank juice from their little sippy cups. I would read to them from a kid's devotional book. Now, the one I used was called The Beginner's Bible, Child-Sized Devotions. The pages, they had a lot of white space. The characters were cartoon drawings and the teachings were extremely simple, basic, bright primary colors were used. Okay. So now listen, we're talking about toddlers here. Okay. So I'm, I'm positive that not even half of what I was saying or reading to them, they could even comprehend. I mean, this time lasted like three minutes, five minutes tops. But it did contain scripture, and they began to hear words from the Bible, names and places written in scripture. You know, at its most basic level, they were just easing into the habit of sitting still for a few minutes and listening to me read while they looked at the picture. Now, of course, as your kids begin to read, they can read it with you. They will find words, short phrases. They can read back to you. You know, I would say to Josh, what's this word? And he had learned that always said God. And I'd say, yes. Now, you know, a few months later, what does this say? God loves me. Yes. So. There is a transition point that parents will have at some point when their kids are reading the entire page back to them. And this is going to be so key because you're going to be able to teach them the pronunciation of some of those bigger words in the Bible. Now, you can do the same devotional year after year after year. That first little devotional Bible that I read to my kids, I used for years because let's face it, they didn't pick up much the first time through or maybe even the next year through. But you started repetition, and repetition is key for children's learning, and you've also established a little bit of time for God in the Word each day. Okay, let's move on to elementary years. Now, as my boys were reading on their own, I got them each another devotional, and they would read these at breakfast before school. Now, we don't watch cartoons or anything in the mornings before school. There's no electronics out, there's no iPad, there's no TV, there's no iPhone. It's just a quiet time of reading devotionals. So as they eat their breakfast, they're reading. Now, I really liked the devotional entitled, Our Daily Bread for Kids, 365 Meaningful Moments with God during their elementary years. Okay, so again, that was Our Daily Bread for Kids. 365 Meaningful Moments with God. This was just perfect size, perfect, uh, I felt like, level of content and application. These devotionals were simple enough for them to read on their own, but a bit more lengthy than that very first one I would use. Okay, now my boys are in junior high. My sixth grader is reading The Purpose-Driven Life for Kids by Rick Warren. This is a normal size devotional. And let me tell you, all the pictures are gone, okay? He reads and applies the principles and the verses to his life the best he can as an 11-year-old. My eighth grader is reading through the Bible using the one-year Bible. Now, if you're unfamiliar with this, it's the whole Bible, but it's divided into 365 daily readings. You get a little bit of Old Testament, a little bit of New Testament, a Psalm and a proverb each day. So it's kind of bite-sized pieces from throughout the Bible. And by the end of the year, you've read through the whole Bible. So I actually talked to him the other day about, you know, what does he like about just reading straight, you know, through the Bible, using the one-year Bible. And he says that he actually likes the variety. He likes to, um, you know, read a little bit of the Old Testament, a little bit of the New Testament. And to be honest with you, it's like a highlight of my morning to ask him, okay, who'd you read about today? It's a wonderful conversation. So I have no plans to change this situation I've got going. It is on autopilot. The boys wake up in the morning. They don't walk to the couch. They, they know we're not going to be doing cartoons. We never really have. There was one season of my life, for some reason, I had gotten out of the habit. I'm going to address that here in a minute. But right now, my kids are so on autopilot on this. It's not like something I've got to get done today. It's just kind of something that we do. Now, I'm not in the high school age yet. I'm not in the college phase yet. So moms and dads listening out there, you can shoot me some advice. I know that next year, Josh will be a freshman in high school. He's going to start at 7.30 a.m. instead of 9. So that's going to be a huge change for the entire family. Um, He also wants to be on the school swim team. So that's going to mean a schedule change. But you you can trust me on this. I'm going to hang on to this established plan of reading the Bible at breakfast as long as I can. Now there are plenty of other families that have found their sweet spot in a much different place in their day. That they do this very differently. I know one mom who reads um the Our Daily Bread devotional to her kids out loud each night before bed. And the kids are different ages from junior high elementary and preschool. And they sit with their mom maybe in their beds and she reads it out loud to them and they probably pray, maybe discuss it a little bit. That's their plan. And the kids know and can have confidence that she will read to them from a devotional or the Bible each night. It's part of their nighttime routine. Fabulous. Of course, there's an entire empire of homeschool families. They're probably finding another system for their kids that works better for them. I know one homeschool mom that uses the mornings for walking the dog with the kids and breakfast. Then after all that's done, chores, breakfast, dogs, walked, all that, then they spend time in the Bible. But the point is this, and I want to stress this again. The point is that there is a plan in place for each family somewhere. And you know, typically after a month or so, that plan is going to be on autopilot. Now, my children are in public school. So they are without my godly influence in their lives for about seven hours a day. Okay, that's, you know, 35 hours a week. And this is why I do not believe that just one or two hours a weekend at church is enough scripture to stand up against any secular or anti-biblical views that they may be facing at school. This needs to be a daily practice, not a weekly Sunday practice. If this has not been your routine, you know, to have a daily Bible time in your schedule, I want to encourage you start now go ahead and start don't wait well i'll start this in the fall well i'll start this this summer there's no reason just go ahead and start it and you might need to have a little you know little meeting with the kids this is what we're going to start doing and so get ready this is your last morning for cartoons or whatever you need to say but i would say don't don't put this off god wants to communicate with us and he wants to communicate with our kids so if this has not been your routine i would say go ahead and start start now listen, it's not going to feel like another to-do in your schedule. Matter of fact, it can bring peace. I mentioned to you that there was a season, I can't even remember why, I just remember the arguments, okay? There was a season that my boys were watching cartoons in the morning, and I found that those mornings were actually stressful, okay? I remember them fighting over which cartoon they were going to watch each morning. They would fight over who had the remote. They would fight over where somebody was seated on the couch. And then when it was time to eat, they would they were distracted watching the cartoons and they weren't actually eating their food. And so I was barking at them from the kitchen, eat up, eat up. Come on, finish up, finish up. And then we'd be running late for the bus. And then I'd really be barking some orders. And, you know, ah, I just felt like a yuck way to start the day for all of us. But now, reading God's Word, me asking about what they've read, me even explaining some things to them, it's 100% more peaceful. The shift away from electronics to Scripture is not only more peaceful, but they're learning and they're growing in their walk with God as they read, and He will communicate to them through what they're reading. So moms and dads, we've got to be intentional here. Look at your daily routine. What can be tweaked to make room for God to speak through his word to your child? What can be deleted or moved, changed, or adjusted to make time for connecting to God through Bible reading? If you are at a loss, then take it to the Lord in prayer. Ask him for guidance, wisdom, even bravery to turn the ship in a new direction. I'm rooting for you. Now recall that each item we are discussing through Kids Edition this semester can be used with the adults you may be discipling as well. Do the people you disciple have an established time with God each day? They may need your help to find a place, to get a plan going so that for their life, it can be nailed down and also put on autopilot. Let me pray. Lord Jesus, I'm just praying for the moms and the dads out there that look at their schedule, that have kids in maybe different phases of life, toddlers, elementary, junior high, high school, college, and they just feel overwhelmed, not sure where this is going to go. Maybe they feel guilty that they hadn't already started this, maybe with their younger kids, and now the kids are out of school. Now, what are they going to do? And so, Lord, I thank you that you don't do guilt. This message today serves as a catapult to put some wind in our sails and to help us turn the ship, if needed, in a more and better path. And so, Father, I pray that you would cover moms and dads listening today with your wisdom. Fill them with your Holy Spirit overflowing to touch nations. And I pray that they would see, open their eyes to where they could put a daily Bible reading or a daily devotional time into their children's schedules so that that can be something that they use in their life every single day that they walk on earth. And so, Lord, I pray and I thank you that you do speak to us through your word. Your word is a lamp to our feet and a light to our path. Lord, help us help our children get their feet on that path. And it's in Jesus name that I pray. Amen. Lori Joiner Ministry serves the global body of Christ with discipleship resources, publications, and ongoing coaching and consulting of discipleship ministries. To invite me to speak at your next event and to see a full list of my discipleship books and Bible studies and resources, please visit me at laurijoynerministries.org.